Blog Talk Radio. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the There's last so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four looking for one million Darlington dollars. has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able to... I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. For the bottom. They are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale Earnhardt Jr., driver of the number 88 Nationwide Chevy SS. We are celebrating Darlington's throwback race weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, guys, if we're ever going to get thunderstruck, welcome to the Rowdy Maglite show tonight. We got a great lineup tonight, and helping me bring this all together is my Chi-Town duel, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. How we doing, guys? We're doing good, Rowdy. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. We've got a lot to talk about. We may have not had a ARCA race this past weekend. We got plenty to talk about tonight, though. We always do. It's going to be two action-packed hours. Go ahead, Jeff. Just want to say how you doing. We're ready to go tonight. Looking forward to the race this Sunday. Kind of quiet. Guys, y'all didn't have a whole lot going on. I didn't have nothing going on the quietest weekend I can remember in a while. But, hey, we've got it started the week off now. I don't tell everybody how we're going to roll. for the cause, Rowdy. We all took a little breather. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and I both agreed. We, we almost went to a race Saturday night. We both agreed it was probably best that uh, we stay home, take care of business, and uh, start fresh next week. Well, Getting guys, ready for the push, push for our second half of the season, basically. It's, it's going to be a long push, too. It's going to be fast and long, uh, if, you, if that makes sense. But, hey, I want to give a shout-out back to Bob Lemon from uh, Winchester for being on last week. Uh, Gary Howe with Kalamazoo. They had a great time. How did it go with Kalamazoo, Mark? Wow, Rowdy. Uh, Two really, really good races between two different divisions of styles of stock cars. Uh, uh, Kyle Busch was in both races, didn't do so well in the template cars. Finished second in the uh, the uh, the outlaw late model, super late model, and uh, finished second to Tyler Roerig, uh, Tyler first uh, win at uh, at the Kalamazoo Clash, and uh, that's big news because Tyler's been uh, uh, just tearing up the tracks all over the Indiana, Michigan, and, and Ohio with the uh, the outlaw super late model. So big win for him, big cash night. 
Uh, Kyle Busch put on his usual show. He was competitive, and uh, I enjoyed it. I had a blast. Uh, uh, Gary Howe puts on a wonderful show. He's got a nice facility. We're going to get you up there, Rowdy. You need to check this place out. Um, I'll I think Tyler, I think Tyler Roaring finished second for the last two or three years at that, at, and he finally broke through and won. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, he was a great guest and looking forward to being back on the show and, and actually being part of that. We also had Vonda Smith with Mountain Motor Speedway. Hey, it turned out to be sort of like uh, track promoter night. I thought it turned it, out great. Howdy. Go on. Yeah, I thought it turned out great, guys. Uh, we, we couldn't have, you know, it, it just formatted together that way. And uh, really, three different guests with three different views and uh, three great racetracks. So uh, we wish them all the best and continue uh, on in the future. And we, we hope to get down and see Vonda at uh, Mountain Motor Speedway in Kentucky. Well, we had a lot of people share and like the page from there. And, hey, we do this every Monday night. We do. We're going to give a shout-out to Vonda and, and some other promoters through the rest of the year and, and the upcoming year, too, especially as the season wears on and we get a little more time and, and we can uh, contact these guys. They're not as busy. Uh, they're putting on their last-minute uh, and fall specials. And, uh, yeah, racing is just going to get busier and busier. Jeff, I figure we have 20-plus races left at the end of the year. What do you think? Oh, yeah, and there are uh, usually some big shows, too, and it's like two- or three-day events. You know, we got the Snowball Derby. We got uh, Nashville, the All-American 400. Uh, we got the rest of the Arca season. So, yeah, we got some big races coming up. I'm Let's looking down. We'll up at show down in Charlotte uh, at the end of October, the, the dirt finals at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. If you want to go see some great racing and a lot of it, you need to go there, and you need to to check it out. And it's a great show, and I think Jeff and I are going to try to make it again this year. Yeah, well, guys, you can't beat that, Mark. When you can see 30-some races a night, it's a great show. 30 races a night. Yes, yeah, sir. I think, it's about 30, I think it's about 32 races a night between the big block modifieds, the dirt late models, and uh, the sprint cars. Well, it's amazing how you can get the cars all lined up for the next feature all and done so quick. 30 different lineups. You know, you, know, you know what's even amazing, Roddy? They bring them all out at one time, and they do like their parade lap, all four by four, four wide, all three series at one time before the, before the races. I'd say that put chills down you. That's a great, Ooh, a great view. I bet that is. Yeah, that's. It, it's quite the sight, Rowdy. We'll uh, we'll get you there too. Well, guys, uh, hopefully we got a lot of this to go in in the future, and uh, I'm just looking for every Monday night right now. I know it's basically done turned into a two-hour show, and it, it just happens. Well, Rowdy, you know Jeff and I have been able to hit some uh, major events, and uh, we've been able to send some pictures. We've been able to share them on Facebook on the the show's page. And uh, uh, the worst part about this all all summer is we just haven't been with us enough. So, 
Uh, yep. we're, we know why, and we're now things are going to get better, and you're going to be able to spend more time with us at the track. I hope I spend a lot of time next year at the track. That's all I'm working for is next year. And it looks great for next year. Hey, let me tell you how we're going to kind of roll tonight. We got Adam Mackey fixing call in here uh, somewhere around 7, 10 Eastern time. Uh, we got Tom Hether with Venturini Motorsports back in the 25 Toyota at Springfield. And uh, that's at 740 Central or Eastern time. And then we got Jason Kitts be on at 7 Central time with a Brett Holmes racing report. And then we got, hey, our favorite, Dusty Harmer will be in at uh, at 710. So, hey, guys, I'm going to get this started and bring uh, Adam in. Hey, Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Crazy busy, of course. I know you are. Guys, we got Adam Mackey with Track Enterprises, and uh, I know you, you're busy, Adam, and we appreciate it. Kind of tell us what you got going and get us started here. Well, we've got a four-race and three-day weekend coming up for our company. Uh, of course, this Friday night, we get things started at Lincoln Speedway with War Sprint Cars, and we call it the night before the state fair race. And that leads up to two days of racing at the Illinois State Fair in Springfield, huge fair, um, and then we have the mile racetrack there in front of the big grandstands. And on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock, we go green flag on the USAC Silver Crown Bettenhausen 100. And then the day after, Sunday, August 20th, we go green flag at about 1.30 for the uh, Hearst Chase the pa- uh, Taste Potato Chip 100 for the ARCA Racing Series. So we've got a, a full weekend. And, and then we have Macon thrown in there on Saturday night as well with Power Eye Midgets. So four races in three days. That's uh, going to be busy. You're in the heat of it now, aren't you, Adam? Keeps you yeah. busy, don't it? It does. It keeps us busy. July was our busiest month of the year, but this weekend coming up is probably the busiest weekend of the year because it's Springfield arguably is our uh, biggest event as a company for Track Enterprises, and then you throw in the, the Lincoln on Friday night, and then you throw in Macon on Saturday night. And, you know, obviously Saturday is crazy trying to get done at Springfield and then head back to Macon, which is about 40 minutes away, and then you run a full other show on uh, Saturday night. It's a it's a dream for open wheel and uh, stock car fans in Central Illinois getting a chance to see four races at three different facilities in a matter of just three days. But it can be a, a crazy deal trying to get everything scheduled and make sure everything goes smoothly uh, when you've got all of those events going on. Hey, uh, Mark, I'm gonna throw you over. Mark, you're live with Adam Mackey, and that, that sounds like yours and Jeff's schedule right there, brother. Y'all stay busy. Yeah, Rowdy, it does. Hi, Adam. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, we always appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And, uh, boy, you guys keep promoting all these shows. We're going to have to keep having you on. I know we have another race coming up in a couple of weeks with you, too. So uh, you guys just stay too busy. We do. We uh, we kind of look forward to We love the racing season, but it doesn't hurt our feelings sometimes when you get some of these big events in history because then you know you're kind of narrowing it down you're counting down the days till the end of the season just to to catch your breath a little bit and we've been able to catch our breath a little bit in august after a busy month of july but uh it's going to be 
crazy busy this weekend with uh with all of our racing and the big shows it should be the weather forecast right now and i hate to jinx it or anything but it looks great for friday night at lincoln saturday at macon and springfield and then uh sunday back at springfield again so uh if we get great weather we're going to have great turnouts of fans and great turnouts of race cars oh i know you will uh, uh... Springfield's kind of your semi-home track, as I know, and uh, like you said, one of your biggest events of the year. So uh, I'll be down there. I'll be checking things out. It'll be my first visit to Springfield, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Any advice for me that I should uh, check out while I'm there? Well, obviously, you got to go out and get some of the fair food out on the the main concourse, and there's plenty of it to (laughs) choose from at the Illinois State Fair. Um, And maybe plan on sticking around for the evening concert you know when we get done with our racing each day at the fair they have the nighttime concerts and uh they've got some good stuff going on this weekend uh melon camp actually plays on sunday night at the fair after our springfield arca race and, oh my uh, wife Saturday, would love that maybe i can talk yeah. her into coming with me this week and uh that sounds great what a, what a great show in combination uh john melon camp and and uh, an arca race it doesn't get much better than that for me no, it's pretty good, and I know they've had great turnouts for their uh, concerts already, and our fair race is expected to have big turnouts this weekend. Um, just things are looking good. We got done with a busy weekend this past uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we're, we were at Macon. We had six divisions of racing, and Eve of Destruction uh, kind of had a, a race them and wreck them demo derby around the circle, basically, and then we did a we did a rollover contest as well, and we had a pretty good crowd Saturday night at Macon. And then uh, yesterday, we ran at Lincoln Speedway for a Springfield Speedway reunion and had a big crowd and a big field of cars, 25 sprint cars and a non-sanctioned deal, and had some great racing. A photo finish in the Modifieds between Kenny Wallace and Ray Bollinger, so that's kept us busy and just was a good night. Well, you guys sure know how to keep busy and put on some great racing shows, Adam, and, and I'm always impressed with uh, what you and Mr. Sargent are able to pull off, and uh, we're looking forward to having you on some more, and uh, uh, I don't know what I'm looking forward to more, the race or the, 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 the food at the fair when I'm there. Uh, that's a tough one, but uh, I'm looking forward to my first visit to Springfield. I'm excited. It's hard, you know, for me to get the new track, so I'm looking really looking forward to it. Oh, you'll enjoy yourself. It's such a big event and such a great venue, and there's rich history with it, and um, you know, Silver Crown running there for years, and USAC running there for years, and ARCA with stock cars running there for a long time. So I, I think just the whole build up to each race each day is is really really big. And you talked about our busy schedule, and while you were mentioning that, I'm looking at my event planner up on the wall and i think we've done somewhere in the neighborhood of about 43 races so far this year and i've got 14 or 15 to go um Uh just in these last two months well you you know do you have anything big coming up at macon uh every week's big at macon you know it's just a great racetrack even if it's your normal six divisions it's great right. racing, and uh, so so that's the the pleasure of working at Macon is you get to see great racing every Saturday night. It's crazy, it's wild, it's a fifth mile, and it's always exciting. So uh, this Saturday is honestly a pretty big show because it's part of the State Fair Race Weekend, and Saturday night after we get done over at Springfield, we go to Macon and we do the uh, Power Eye National Midgets. Um, so they'll be in town, the Midgets, the, the Micros, 
prolate models, street stocks, hornets. We'll be uh, racing plenty of divisions Saturday night at Macon. Well, having been to Macon more than once, and there's a reason I've been to Macon more than once, the uh, the racing I've seen there has been fantastic. It doesn't get any better than than that on a dirt track. Uh, you're hard-pressed. To, to, to the action on that little track is incredible, just absolutely incredible, and I'm looking forward to going there more often. Great place to be. Anytime you're in the uh, area, central Illinois, and if you're coming over for the race Saturday, uh, at Springfield, just make that 40-minute trip over to the east to Macon and catch both. The shoot so many I-72. Yep, exactly. Oh, I, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. We'll see what happens, Adam. Uh, uh, my boss will be the determining factor on that one. Right. But looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, I'll track you down. I know how to find you now, and... Uh, I'll say a quick hello and let you get back to your business. And I think I'll turn you over to Jeff. I think Jeff's got some questions for you. So thanks for being on the show again. And, and we always appreciate your being on. And uh, we'll talk with you soon, Adam. Hey, good talking with you again. Thank you. Take her away, Jeff. Hey, Adam, it's Jeff. Thanks for being on the show tonight. Appreciate your time. I know you're really, yeah, no, really busy. Yeah, no problem. Always enjoy it. Hey, I know you've got all these races going on. How do you juggle everything from race to race, track to track? How much time and planning goes into all this stuff, all these races, well, like a weekend like tonight, this weekend? Right. Uh, this week is going to be a lot of long days. I came in at 8 in the morning this morning, even though we had a race last night at Lincoln. So I came to the office 8 o'clock, and I've been working here all day, 6.17, and probably will try to get out of here in the next half hour. Today would be a short day compared to the rest of the week. As it gets closer to this weekend, uh, probably Wednesday night and Thursday night, I'll be looking at you know 8, 9 o'clock at night trying to get programs ready to go for the state fair and make sure all my employees are in line to be there at the at the crack of dawn on both days at Springfield this weekend. And, you know, it, it's just plenty of planning and plenty of checklists. There's a, so many checklists I need to – I have them all stapled together, and I'm sitting here at my desk today just kind of crossing off things as I do them. How many employees does it take to get these shows all together? Well, if you're counting the series, you know, a lot of people come in with ARCA and they'll run the ARCA portion of the show this weekend. If you look at USAC, they've got 15 officials or so that will be there running the, the USAC portion, and then we have our own that will be there selling tickets, selling infield passes, uh, selling pit passes, and then being the officials of the sportsman division that will be running on Saturday and Sunday as well as the support division. So we're probably going to have 20 of our own officials that will be you know, paying and then you're going to have your officials from the series that will be there, too. So almost countless because there's always some you're going to forget. Now, being so busy, do you really get any off-season? How, how much – when do you really have to start planning for the next year? Do you have to start, like, right after the holidays? Or how, how much planning goes into this that you have to get ready for next year? Well, honestly, the planning kind of starts now. I mean, you, you've really started to kind of take a look at some of the things that went well this year, and, and you say, well, we're going to do this again, and, and you start to kind of put those 
into motion. ARCA and USAC and series like that, they announce their schedules extremely early in the off season, so they're already getting your dates for next year. Um, so that's already started and in motion. When the season ends at the end of September for most of our local stuff, we have one race in October at Terre Haute for a makeup race, but that's it in October. We'll do our banquets in October, so there'll be a lot of banquet planning and getting the trophies ready and getting the paychecks ready for the banquets, the purses, and making sure the banquet halls are ready and everything's ready to go there. So that would take a couple weeks of planning, and then immediately after that, you're going to be busy getting schedules together and putting your main dates on your schedule and then filling in around it and trying to think of some new things that are going to work well. And you're going to be at the same time meeting with potential sponsors as well as your renewals, making sure you've got everything locked up as far as your sponsorships go to come back for the season next year. Now, do you ever run into any conflicts where you got really two things going on once and you could really only do one or you got to, you just do the scheduling so everything is one here, one there, so nothing conflicts with each other? We try. We try to do that. We had maybe two conflicts this year. There was a night at Elko Speedway where we had the ARCA series at Elko on a Saturday night, and we run every Saturday night at Macon. So Bob Sargent, the owner of the company, he went to Elko and did the ARCA thing there. I had to stay at Macon and do the the Macon midget show that we had going on here. Um, So when there is a conflict, we just split up. He goes to one, I go to the other. Um, But we don't really have a big amount of conflicts on the schedule. We try to work around them. Now, how does it work with the series? Do the series come to you guys and ask you to promote their races, or do you go out to the different series and sell yourself to them to promote their races? Uh, Usually it's kind of a mix. If you need something to fill a date or fill a spot, you might go to them and say, hey, I've got an idea. Are you available to bring your series to our track on this day? We're kind of interested in having you. But a lot of it is for us is every year we work with USAC, on five silver crown races and arca on five arca races and uh and then we have midget races mixed in with power eye and usac and then we have uh moa sprint cars and a lot of it's just getting back with them and telling them yeah let's go with the same weekend the same date as last year and you try to get those all filled in all right uh i'm sorry i can't make it to springfield this weekend uh like mark and like Mark said, we like to get the new tracks, and it would have been another new track, but i got to move my daughter into college this weekend on Sunday in Champaign. Not too far away. I'm trying to swing it, but I, something's just got to be taken care of at home, and I'm really, you know, with the deep, rich history of Springfield, I'm, I'm really sorry I'm going to miss it. Man, so close, too. I know. So close, but so far away. Right. <laughs> you don't know how bad it's killing me. Yeah, you'll get there sometime. Oh, I know, yeah. Ark will be there for many years, I'm sure. So, All right, uh, Adam, I uh, appreciate your time, and uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. I'm going to turn you back over to Roddy. Thank you. Adam, I, Adam, thank you, Jeff. You put on, you and Bob put a great show on. Uh, I was lucky enough to be at DeCoin. Uh, Nashville was great. And you're talking about the concert – not this year, but last year you had Cole Ford, and Colt Ford put on a heck of a concert. Yeah, we actually had Colt down in Nashville, you're right, and uh, the guy leading up to him, and I don't have his name offhand, he put on a good show kind of leading up to Colt Ford's deal. 
you know, and, and trying to do a concert in front of a race was something we hadn't done in a long time. Uh, the company, I've never done it, and it was something we tried to do, and I think Nashville's a tough venue to do that because there's so much entertainment in the area when it comes to concerts. So if people are going to want to go see music, they can go to just about any bar, any venue in Nashville and see it for free just about any night of the week. So it, it might have been a tough place to try that, but we tried it and it didn't work out as far as bringing in a bunch of extra people. Of course, it was 50 degrees as a high both days of, of our weekend, and that didn't help our cause either. So uh, we had a lot going against us, uh, but it was a cool concert. I thought it was special at the fairgrounds myself. I mean, yeah. it was it, it was good. I told everybody yes. that didn't stay, they missed the show. Yes, I agree. Uh, Adam, if you would, kind of tell us how you're going to start this, where, what days, and uh, where they can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Well, once again, this coming Friday night, we'll be at Lincoln Speedway for the start of our racing weekend in central Illinois. Lincoln Speedway will have Power Eye War 410 Sprint Cars. They're wingless. Uh, we also have the D2 Midgets. And we have Pro Late Models and Modified, so a good mix of top division cars that you'll get to see at Lincoln Speedway on Friday night. LincolnSpeedwayIL.com is the website to get information there. Then on Saturday and Sunday, both afternoons, you've got uh, our Track Enterprises events at the Illinois State Fair in Springfield. On Saturday at 2 p.m., we go green on the USAC Silver Crown Bettenhausen 100. And then on Sunday at 1.30, as we mentioned, the ARCA Racing Series will be in action and that will be a 100-lap race on the dirt for the ARCA Series. It's always a great show, and uh, we'll have a big crowd there that day. Tickets are available for both of those still, and you can get inf- information on those events at trackenterprises.com, and then rounding it out Saturday night at Macon Speedway, the Power Eye National Midgets, their Micros, Street Stocks, the Pro Late Models, and Hornets will all be in action. So we'll be busy, and you can get info on that event at MaconRacing.com. Adam, Bob Sargent, y'all put on a great show, and Bob's lucky to have you for an employee because you do a great job. And thanks a lot for supporting us, and anytime we can help you, looking forward to having you back on and seeing you at the racetrack. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, thanks, no Adam. problem. Thank you. All right, guys. I know uh, that, that had to be tough to be so close, Jeff. Oh, yeah, it is, Roddy, you know, but things got to be just taken care of, you know, just something you can't do. Well, I could yeah, do it, but yeah. I'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> I understand that. You know what, Roddy? You're... We have enough time staying out of trouble as it is, so yeah, we don't need to be bringing it on any more than we already have it. Well, you know, when you go to their event, it's always a great event. It runs smooth, and you don't have – well, all ARCA events are run smooth and, and go through affordable price. Well, they, uh, if you go to your local Menard store uh, in the Springfield area or the southern central Illinois area, uh, you'll be able to get a discount ticket for and save yourself $10 on the price of admission. $20 to get into the race on Sunday. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Plus, you have the fair on top of that. Uh, the race starts early enough in the day where you can spend some time at the fair before and afterwards. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good deal. Well, you know, guys, that's another one of those. 
if you're not happy after the race right there, give your money back. That's uh, Arca's turned out to be really competitive. I know there's some folks struggling with their cars, but hey, in that racing, in all divisions, everybody struggles. That's true, Rowdy. Uh, uh, and, and I think we saw kind of a swing in the points last weekend at Winchester uh, when uh, the the points kind of uh, separated themselves a little bit. Uh, and and uh, it's going to take some really uh, uh, some bad luck on one driver's part and some good luck, really good luck on the other driver's part to be able to, to catch up and make it a real race in the points right now. And uh, I hope that that's the cause. But, uh, again, we got a lot of races left, and we'll see what happens. Well, it's just like on the – this will be the first, first dirt race for ARCA, and it's uh, another one of those – it could be anybody's race in the top 15 there. Well, it's the monkey wrench race. Uh, uh, even, you know, you and I saw it last year at the coin, uh, racing dirt and 100 laps on a dirt track. Uh, it's tough on the car. It's tough on the driver. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see some things we don't normally see at other races. And, uh yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, going to Springfield and the coin is like going back in time. Neither track was built for auto racing, and once a year they bring the cars out and let them go crazy on the uh, the, the dirt track that's basically made for horses. Yeah. So Springfield is built the same, kind of in the same category as the coin. You know what? I'll find out Sunday, Rowdy. Uh, I'm kind of guessing that there's very there are some similarities besides them being dirt races and at the fairgrounds. Uh, they're flat, one mile dirt tracks. Uh, I don't think Springfield has the lake in it like the Coin does. Uh, and I don't know what the facilities for the pits were. Uh, the pits in in the Coin were primitive, and uh, everybody just works around it and. Uh, it's it's a great show. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The ambiance of the fair is what what makes it. That's why the coin was so special. It was at night. Yeah, Rowdy. The sights, the sounds, the cars going around the track, the excitement on the midway of the fair itself. You could hear that also, and the smells, all that food cooking. We were hungry all day. Yeah, I got my foot long corn dog too at the end of the night. Well, darn you, I missed that one. I'm definitely going to get one at the Springfield this coming Sunday, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, Don Rothbaugh said if I was there, he'd buy me uh, some chocolate-covered bacon. <laughs> I may end up being Don's big guinea pig if I run into him, and I always run into him, so you never know what's going to happen, Rowdy. Yeah, yeah. just mention that chocolate-covered bacon. Uh, that sounds better than I think it really is. It's probably pretty good stuff. <laughs> well, I'm not a big chocolate eater. Around there, make it even better. <laughs> turn, it, turn it into some racy, racy bacon. There you go. There you go, Rowdy. Right on the head. 
All right, guys. We're waiting on uh, Tom Hesser now. He's going to call in at 7.40 Eastern time. Well, Rowdy, it, it was a uh, uh, it was a quiet weekend. It was a busy week. I did get to the Kalamazoo Clash last week and get to watch two fantastic super late mile races, one for the outlaw cars and one for the template cars. And uh, I was home by quarter to 11. Uh, I, it helps that I gained the hour coming back from Eastern time zone. But uh, that means the races were over fairly early when I, when I left. So it's an hour and a half drive, and I was home at quarter to 11. Those races were over quick. The show was good. The races were good. The food was good. Everything was good. Uh, Gary Howe runs one heck of a show at Kalamazoo, I'm telling you. Well, it was trying to keep up with it on Speed 51. It, it sounded like it was, and what I've seen from, the pictures you sent me, it looked like it was a great place to be racing on a Wednesday night. Well, even so, Rowdy, said, you know, like I got to sit down and talk summer. about uh, these midweek races and uh, figure out a way to do them down in the south, and uh, I think they'd be really popular. I don't see why they wouldn't be. Do once a month on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, uh, it all started out as a way to get the old NASCAR Cup drivers to come in and race at the short tracks up here. A couple of uh, drivers and a couple of promoters got together, and uh, next thing you know, we had Tuesday and Wednesday night races, and we'd have Daryl Waltrip and Bobby Allison and Neil Bonnet and all those guys come rolling into town. So racing against Joe Shearer and Dick Trickle and Mike Eddy and Ed Howe and, and, and all the, the Michigan, Wisconsin, and Illinois drivers. So uh, I was lucky to grow up during the golden ages and see all of that. And uh, it still seems to work pretty good nowadays, too. Uh, Kalamazoo was really good. Uh, the Dixieland 250 at Kaukauna, Wisconsin. Wisconsin International was another big event that went well. Uh, the Slinger Nationals at Slinger, Wisconsin. That was another big midweek show. Uh, Kalamazoo had an earlier show in the year, and as as did Berlin, and uh, they big crowds, big money, big car count. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I think the midweek shows down south would work. I, I hey Don, I think we ought to get Huntsville running somewhere in the midweek. That'd be a great two hour drive for me, and probably what a forty minute drive for you. Something like that. Brody, yeah, you need great. to get the promoting business. That, you know, I sat there when y'all were talking, when Mark was talking about that, I'm like, stay out of promoting business in racing. Just, just talk about it. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot less expensive to just talk about it than get into the promoting end, but you never know what happens. You, be, you become a promoter, you can have your midweek races now. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be hard because nobody's racing. I mean, it, it's wide open. It would take some organizing. It would take a little work. Uh, but if you offered a decent uh, payout down the line, not a top-heavy purse, I, I think it could work. Uh, 
he said one night a one night a month, three three or four races, special events. Uh, why not? Instead of running it on Saturday or Sunday or a Friday, run it on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and uh, maybe pick up a few fans you wouldn't get otherwise. Well, it's you know right now is in the heat of the day. Of course, we've had an exceptional kind of August, so but normally it would be dog days summer. Now the humidity was high this morning, so the race at Springfield that's going. Probably turn out to be a hot race too, won't it, Mark? I think the projected high is 86 on Sunday in Springfield, so it's going to be a nice toasty day. Uh, the 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 track will evidently dry out quite a bit, so uh, I, I suspect the dust will be flying, uh, and I'll be needing a shower at the end of the day. <laughs> That's a good day at the dirt track. Yes, sir, it is. And uh, and Jeff and I are going to go see some sprint car racing the night before uh, at a track not too far from his house in Wilmot Speedway. It'll, it's at the Kenosha County Fairgrounds, and the Kenosha County Fair is going on. So I'll have two days of fair food, Rowdy. Well, if you'll have to eat. Good when you get back. You'll have to eat greens and beans when you get back after eating the fair food. I'll load up on my spinach and uh, have a couple of salads next week. (laughs) That sounds like a plan. I'll get some greens in there. (laughs) Well, that's why I built the kitchen out in my shop. In one corner of my shop, I've got a little kitchen because I fry fish and cook greens out there, and it Ooh. don't bother it don't bother nobody in the house. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they can be aromatic, can't they? Yes, they can. Well, guys, I think the last time we had Tom on, he if I'm not wrong, he won the coin the the coin race. We had him on the following Monday night last year. Has it been that long since we've had him on, Rowdy? I think so. I think so. Wow. I don't know why we we didn't snag him at Talladega, because I believe he run. We were talking earlier. He run Talladega. Well, part of the problem with Talladega was the weather, and uh, we had commitments to cover that race on Sunday up north, and I had to leave after the Xfinity race, so. Yeah, we were down one man, and you can only cover so much territory at Talladega by yourself, Rowdy. Yep. Well, it was a good race. Uh, the weather kind of stunk there. It stunk us up a little bit, but that didn't. We still had a great race. Well, once the weather broke, it was the weather was fantastic. But uh, yeah. no, Friday was just a tough one of those tough days at the track where it just never cleared up, and it was just never raceable. Well, Don was complaining about Junior not being on target this weekend. This all weekend, right, all year. Let's <laughs> Bowman in the car. He ain't done deadly squat. You know, I'm signed up to listen to the spotters uh, 
through that NASCAR uh, online deal, come through my phone, and he did nothing but complain about that car all day. Well, so it, he ran. I can see why he was complaining all day, John. You know, something, something about it, this new car they've got now, he cannot drive it because it doesn't have any downforce to it. This new package doesn't suit him very well, I guess. No, no, he can't, he can't drive it. I think he's just counting his days. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. And then he's going to race... Then he's going to race when he wants to after that. That's it. And can't blame him. Hey, he's done made it. Now he's hollering everybody needs to take a reduction in pay. Well, listen, guys, I think we got Tom on the line, and I'm going to bring him on, okay? All righty. All right, guys, I'd like to welcome the driver for Venturini Motorsports this weekend in the number 25 Toyota, Tom Esser. How we doing tonight, Tom? I'm good, guys. How you doing? Doing great, Tom. We was just talking a few minutes ago. I think the last time you was on when you won the dirt race last year at the coin. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a, uh, that was a pretty awesome race. I think we're bringing the same race car and... Uh, Hopefully we can have a similar result this year going back to these couple dirt races. Well, Tom, I know after seeing you get out of the car, it, it takes a lot out of you to muscle that car around that mile dirt track, don't it? Yeah, it certainly does. I mean, the big thing about the dirt races is, you know, it's not the longest race as far as, you know, laps. There are only 100 laps, but it's just so darn hot normally out there in the in the middle of Illinois or whatever under that sun. It's just... They're pretty tough races, you know. You're working really hard. The cars are sliding around a lot more than on the pavement, obviously, and it's just uh, it's just different. It's just a lot different than those pavement races for sure. Hey, Mark, you're you're on with Tom Hesser. Hi, Tom. Welcome back. I thought for sure we'd had you on the show since last year, but evidently we've not. So uh, we should have, but it's good to have you back on. Thanks for being on tonight. Well, thanks, Mark. It's nice to be back on and. Uh, you know, talking to you guys again, so thank you. Ah, well, I'll track you down on Sunday at Springfield and say, hey, I, I'm probably just going to try to make it, but I think I'm going to be the only one of the shows going to be there. So uh, I'll track you down. And uh, are you looking forward? How do you shake shake off the rust to get ready for the dust? <laughs> shake off the rust, get ready for the dust. I like that. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, I haven't been in a race car since uh, – since Talladega in May, and uh, and then before that uh, was Daytona, so I really haven't driven a lot this year at all. Um, but you know, luckily I've been to dirt race quite a few times and uh, have had some success at those couple racetracks. And uh, you know, Springfield we we've never won there, but uh, certainly led some laps and a lot of top fives and top threes. So I think uh, I think we'll be okay. Well, you just seem to have that touch for it. Uh, you have good had good finishes at Springfield, and of course you won at the coin, so uh, uh, and you're bringing the same piece of uh, equipment back. Uh, that's got to have your uh, spirits up a little bit. Yeah, of course. You know, whenever you have a comfort level with a race car or a setup, it always makes you feel a little bit better going in, and, and, and we've got that going to Springfield and the coin this year, and then the, the last race I'm going to run at uh, 
at Salem is uh, is uh, again I believe a race car that we ran in in the past. So it's um it's a little different for me. Only racing uh, a handful of times this year, but uh, I really enjoyed it. It's 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 certainly a different schedule for me. Um, but uh, it's been really cool. We've had uh, had some time with my family and and uh, you know, but but getting back in the race car, I've really been looking forward to it. I keep joking. It's like I'm I'm so excited. It's like like I'm going back to the track for the first time. It sounds like we have your uh, one of the reasons you've uh, been pretty busy uh, in the background there. How's uh, how's the new <laughs> child going? Yeah, I, I guess I, I blew my coverage there. Uh, I got <laughs> I got the one and and one arm here and, and uh, the phone tucked up under my my shoulder and my chin. So it's uh, <laughs> and then the pacifier <laughs> with the other hand. But no, everybody's doing good. And then my wife's upstairs bathing the uh, the other one. But um. We're we're really having a lot of fun. Uh, Tommy's two now, and Henry is uh, is about six weeks old. So they're they're doing great. They're having fun, um, and uh, I'm sure they're looking forward to getting to a racetrack one day soon too. <laughs> well, congratulations on the new child, and uh, I'm I'm sure you guys sound really happy, and the baby sounds happy too. So that was a quite content little moan we heard from the from your little guy. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's definitely a little happier when mom holds him for the, you know, for the biological reasons. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, used, but I do my best, you know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. Uh, it's always good to see you and have you on the show. We're gonna have to have you on the show more often, and hopefully we'll have you on next Monday night after the win. Well, that's our plan. You know, we're we're. We're going and, and we're going to win, and uh, I think we we certainly have a good shot at it. But no, thank you, thank you for having me on the show. It's it's always great catching up with you guys, and, and always a pleasure to be on. Well, most welcome, and I'm going to turn you over to Jeff because I know Jeff's got some questions for you too. And Tom, thanks so much for being on again, and uh, we will talk with you on Sunday. Sounds good, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Tom, thanks Jeff. for being on the. Sh- hey Tom, thanks for being on the show. No, of course, Jeff. How's it going? Good. Hey, uh, I see your dad was a successful uh, road racer. Did that any of that rub off onto you? And how are you on, on road racing? Well, you know, I, well, first of all, yeah, I, that's what I grew up around. He was uh, he raced a lot in IMSA uh, prototype cars and endurance cars and, and, and things like that, and uh, had a lot of success, like you said. Um, I I did not do a ton of that racing myself. I ran some go karts and. Uh, a couple sports car races, um, but not a lot. And then really my only, you know, races on road courses in recent years were the, were our one stop in, in the Arca Series a year, whether it was New Jersey or, uh, well, a couple, I guess a couple of years we had two stops. You know, one one year we raced two, we went to New Jersey and uh, and Road America, and then the other year we raced two, we raced Palm Beach and uh, in New Jersey. But, you know, every year we've been a, had been a top three um, you know, top three finisher, contender for the win. Never quite sealed the deal. Um, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to get to go in an arcade car anywhere again in New Jersey, and, it, and it's my home race, you know, it's so close to home. And I think I always joke every year I, like, get another second-place trophy to put next to the other ones. But, uh, you know, it's we, we do have fun, and, and I grew up around it, like I said. And I think my dad kind of enjoys it, too, because he uh, he really gets to, you know, tell me what to do when we go there. <laughs> In 180 career starts, uh, you got like six wins. Um, 
you know, 1,158 laps in 35 races, that's that's some pretty good statistics. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, I'd certainly like to have had more wins in those six, but, um, you know, I think uh, over the laps led in the top fives and, and stuff like that, we've got a lot to be proud of. Uh, you know, had a lot of great finishes and was fortunate enough to be involved in a couple championship battles, one specifically that came pretty close to the end years ago. But, um, you know, I've had a, I had a... I've had a great career in ARCA. I've loved it. I've raced, you know, much more than than I anticipated in ARCA when I when I started, and I've, you know, in, enjoyed and and loved every every race and every lap. So it's it's been cool. And the only thing I regret is we didn't win more, like everybody else, you know. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard these days with some of these young guns out there and some of these competitive teams. And not that you're not you're with a competitive team. So, did you prefer to run the dirt or the asphalt? I, you know, it's it's a great question, but I, I like to race on on any of them. I like the dirt races because it's, um, you know, because we run well there, uh, obviously, and and that is so selfishly for that reason I like them. Um, you know, it's uh, Springfield. Springfield's a little bit different than DeCoin. The surface is normally breaks up a little bit worse and gets really really slick and kind of one groove and and it's really really dusty normally. The coin is a little bit different in that it's uh, got some banking, a little more too too wide racing. But um, you know, I, I really what I what I love I love the the short track uh, asphalt ovals. I mean that's that's really what I, what I love. It's it's seems to be where we run best. And uh, kind of missed going to those this year, but I'll, I'll be at Salem in September, so I'm looking forward to that. How hard is it getting back into a car and getting comfortable? being not in a car for so long i don't know <laughs> because it's been so long um you know my whole my whole life uh since i started racing quarter midgets when i was younger i was in cars so regularly um you know whether it be from the quarter midgets to go karts and micro sprints and and uh midgets and sprint cars and all that stuff i, I race so regularly during the regular season that i never thought about it you know it was just your regular off season and uh, and then right back to it when you know in in February and March. So I I really you know since last October at Kansas, the only two times I've been in a car were uh, Daytona in February and uh, and Talladega in May. So I think you know I think I'm going to be perfectly fine. I, I can't see any reason why not. I, I'll tell you like I said earlier, I, I'm just as excited as I feel like I'm going to my first race ever. So it's uh, which that, that's really a cool feeling to have. I'm I'm pumped about it. Now, were you a USAC midget driver one time? Yes, I was. Uh, many moons ago, though. <laughs> How, do you prefer the stock cars over midgets or midgets over the stock cars? Well, I don't know. You know, it's. Um, I think when I started, uh, when I well, first of all, sprint car midget racing, I think, is like the coolest form of racing there is. It's like, you know, so so raw and and, and difficult and. You know, you're sliding around, you're fighting this light car with heavy horsepower, or I mean, with with big horsepower, and uh, and it's really tough. But stock cars, I feel like when I got involved in that, it really suited me more in that it was like, you know, a more calculated thing. The the race was longer, and and uh, you know, you, there was a little bit more strategy and, and and those type of things that were involved. So I I really like stock car racing. I've enjoyed it a lot. But then when I watch the midgets and sprint cars, it's like, oh man, I'd I'd like to. I'd really like to to have a shot at it again one day, but I don't know if my wife would would really go for that, you know. 
All right, Tom. Hey, good luck this Sunday, and uh, thanks for taking your time out tonight and being on the show, and hopefully we'll talk to you again on Monday after the win. You got it. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, and, yep, I'll hopefully talk to you Monday. All right. Rowdy? Hey, uh, Tom, you know, what's so special about this show is tonight was the first the first baby on the show, and it was your baby, and thanks a lot. So I hate it blowed your cover, but, hey, that's what's so special about ARCA racing. Is you know family family's part of the deal here, dude. Have you imagined being a third generation? Seeing, I'd like to witness a third generation Astros racing. Yeah, well, I I hope so. And yeah, I kind of like I said, I blew my cover. He wasn't supposed to make his radio debut, but uh, I guess he had different plans for it. You know. <laughs> well, it's another another race fan in the world. That's it. That's it. So it's not so bad. No, it's not. Tom, you- tell. Uh, about your uh, sponsors and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, so um, you know my uh, my Facebook's just uh, my my name Tom Hessert, and so is my Twitter at Tom Hessert. Uh, and then you know this weekend we'll be in the Venturing Motorsports 25 car. It's a Toyota, of course, and um, you know at Venturing Motorsports and and at Toyota Racing, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be there trying to uh, trying to win this thing. So you know uh, follow us along and and see what we can do. Well, hopefully we'll have you on Monday night after the, the results. Tom, thanks well, a lot. What's the plan? Uh, hopefully I'll have the baby quieted by then, all right? Hey, didn't bother us at all. I liked it. That's, <laughs> that's, that was great. That, all right, that cool. Was thanks, Tom. All right, guys. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Hey. It's all about breaking records, isn't it, guys? <laughs> oh, the, the the little guy just made just enough of his. He, he just wanted to be announced. That's all there was to it, Rowdy. Hey, now I'm going to go in there with smut on my face because it, it's not going to get much better than this. <laughs> oh, Diana's going to be wondering about you after this show, I'm telling you. All right, guys. Hey, that's going to be a good race. Go ahead, Jeff. You just keep that in your archives so when he's older, he'll be on our show. We can play it back for him. That's that's the plan. Hey, I hope I witness three generations there, drivers. That would be special. Hey, I hope we all get to witness that ourselves. That's not that far away, guys, because they get they get seem to get younger and younger. <laughs> yes, they do, Rowdy. Yes, they do. So you know that's not that's not too far fetched. No, no, not so much. And it would be neat to be around for that. Uh, uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Well, as always, Tom's a great interview, and uh, Venerini Motorsports puts, hey, he's got just as good a chance as anybody because, you know, Venturini puts good pieces out there. So they've got all the pieces to the puzzle. They do. Uh, he has a really good shot at, at, at the, the run at Springfield. Uh, Venturini's one of the best. Uh, there is an ARCA, no doubt about it. Uh, those and a few other teams, and 
Yeah, I uh, I suspect the, the big things from Venturini Motorsports on uh, Sunday, Rowdy. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's time. Yeah, it's it's time. Yep. Yep. It's uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll we see it? what happens. That's why they call? That's why we run the race instead of just talking about it. That's right. That's right. Hey, let's stop for just a minute, and we'll bring our next guest up, Jason, with the Brett Holmes Racing Report, guys. All righty. Good to always good to hear from Jason. At the floor of Bama Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Taped after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air He had his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle show.
Jason, that's why you need to treat Brett after it's over with when you baptize him with a win. I hear you. I hear you. All right, guys, we got Jason Kitts on giving us the update on the Brett Holmes Racing Report. Welcome to the show, Brett. Hey, Rowdy. Hey, guys. It's good to be back on the show. Uh, (laughs) Jason. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, Hey, Jason. Hey. Hey. So we got a great week going on, man. It's we're going back. We're going dirt tracking this week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, we we had a decent run um, last time, and we're you know we're kind of moving uh, at the pace that we've been going. But uh, you know, we've talked about it in the past. The dirt tracks are where we feel like we can really make up some ground. So uh, as far as rookie of the year and the points race and everything goes, and looking for still looking for that first win of the year. The dirt tracks are where we're going to start, and we feel like this weekend could be a a big thing for us. Uh, Brett's, you know, career started in dirt at Talladega Short Track, right across from the Super Speedway there. And uh, you know, I watched I watched the kid coming up, and and we all, you know, everybody in that area really roots for him and pulls for him. So going back to dirt, going back to our roots, uh, it's going to be exciting this weekend, and we can't wait. So uh, should be a good time. What? Hey, brother, you got Mark here. Uh, how you doing tonight? Good, Mark. How you doing, brother? I'm doing real good. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Springfield. You going to be there? Yeah, I should be. Uh, last weekend I wasn't there. I had an emergency, couldn't go. So uh, I'm sorry about not seeing you guys there, but uh, should well, be there we always, this weekend. We don't get to see you, buddy, but that's okay. We know these things happen. Yeah, absolutely. But uh yeah, hopefully I'll see you guys this weekend. We got a little Sunday action going on this weekend if I'm not mistaken and uh it should be good. Well, I heard rumor that maybe Brett uh got the old dirt late model out and maybe get a little practice time in. Did they uh did they do that? We looked into it and we were about to the engine on the late model wasn't up to par with what we needed as far as okay. getting the correct feel, so we didn't um, do that. But nonetheless, shake it off in a couple of practice sessions. It should come pretty naturally. It's just like riding a bicycle, you know, Mark. It's just Brett will get it back out on that dirt, and he'll he'll feel like he's been with it his whole life. So we're not worried about it at all. We wish the, the dirt light model could have come out. But then again, a dirt light model and an arc car on dirt with the different types of surfaces and the cars themselves – I mean, it, it, it's it's not the same, to say the least. And, um, you know, it's definitely looking at uh, getting into the groove and kind of finding uh, where Brett lies the most. And, and hopefully... It's almost an apples and oranges type of deal there, isn't it? It really uh, is. It's, it's an apple and, apples and oranges type deal, and we feel like Brett will, will be able to um, kind of get everything together and hopefully... With his career starting in dirt and with, with the way that, you know, his career has progressed, you know, a lot of these drivers come up and they they have the idea that, you know, we can just start on asphalt, and that's all we'll do. But but let's, let's take an example. Let's, let's look at RCR real quick. Let's look at the Dillon brothers. Uh, Richard Childress wouldn't let them get to asphalt before they started on dirt. And the best drivers on asphalt usually start on dirt. I mean, you go way back, NASCAR's history started – late model racing, all these things at, at different different dirt tracks. And, uh, you know, that that's the way we feel that that's the best way we feel that a driver can be, be, be prepared to race. We know Brett's short track racing is, 
is always up to par, and he's always in contention for being one of the better drivers there. So dirt tracking and going back to our roots, is it's going to be exciting. We can't wait. We're thrilled. Um, Brett's been up at the shop. He's actually been working a little bit with his dad this week on some, some excavation stuff with his company, and uh, Brett's kind of getting in the mindset of let's go win this weekend. Let's go have a really good run. Um, he's been talking to Grant Enfinger a lot, who I believe is, is also running this weekend. But, uh, you know, there's there's so many things that we feel as a, as a grassroots race team out of the state of Alabama that we can, you know, do well in. And, and going back to to uh, a dirt track is where we feel like we will be, you know, most improved and well, not improved, but the best team, you know, that we can be. So um, we're looking forward to it and we're excited. Well, it, it seems that the dirt kind of is an equalizer for a lot of guys, and uh, and it show, gets to showcase uh, their really their real driving talent. So I can see where Brett's be excited about going back. Absolutely, absolutely, we are excited, Mark, and we look forward to seeing you guys there. And uh, we got it live on Mav TV this weekend, so we're back to to television. You know, last week's race was a tape delay, so we're looking forward to everything that's coming our way and. Uh, I'm telling you, it's, it should be exciting. Well, we're looking forward to it, too, and, and it should be another quick race because ARC is just known for that. That Winchester race is over before it started, We I thought. It was boom, boom, it was done. Absolutely. You know, that's the great thing. You know, these uh, NASCAR races have, like, three-day shows. ARC is in and out. You know, it, it, one-day shows. It gives the fans all they can want in one day. They don't have to buy multiple tickets. They can get to the race, enjoy practice, qualifying in the race, and then everything's, you know, ready to go, and then they can go on home. So the price of tickets, you know, Menards is always running a deal with, with half off and all these different deals with, with ARCA tickets. So, you know, we encourage the fans to get out there and, and absolutely, you know, buy tickets, come to these races, experience the ARCA Racing Series for what it is, and we promise you we'll give you a good show as we've seen all season long. Well, the the next three races, and, and I'm including uh, Road America in this because it's kind of like a fairground situation there anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, you get to go to the fairgrounds. You get to see the people, the rides, uh, the entertainment. Uh, it's hard to beat. It really is. And, you know, we're right now we're focused on, on, you know, dirt race this weekend, but we're also looking forward to getting Brett out on the road course. You know, he's going to be in the simulator a lot this week at GMS. Uh, we just talked earlier today, and he said he's going up later this week to really sit in front of the simulator for a couple of days on the road course, uh, get his, you know, feelings out. You know, we, we've seen, I think Shane Lee went to Road America, or not Road America, um, Atlanta, whatever that track is over there. And, uh, you know, every, all these drivers are, are trying to prepare for what's going to come at Road America. And, you know, Brett's going to take to the simulator and try to feel it out. Um, but uh, we're looking forward to that, too. But definitely the focus this weekend's on the, on the on, oh, uh, Illinois State Fairgrounds and, and everything that needs to happen. So we're excited, but uh, always looking forward. And uh, it should be, good, should be a good ending to the season. Well, I'll look for you Sunday, Jason, and uh, we'll say hey, and hopefully we can get time to chat a little bit. And uh, always great having you on the show. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, and we'll see you Sunday, buddy. All right, brother. I'll see you later, Mark. Bye-bye. Hey, Jason. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, Jeff. How you doing, brother? Hey, do you think this is uh, Brett? Do you think Brett has a better, a bigger advantage over 
some of these other guys since he's run on dirt and he's got some of the other guys haven't run on dirt? I mean, Jeff, you got to look at the numbers. I mean, you look at Brett was grew up in, in dirt track racing. He was a he still holds the track record at Talladega Short Track uh, in in a late model dirt car. And and we, you know, moving forward, um, I'm not going to say we have an advantage over guys who have run dirt, but I definitely feel like uh, we have what it takes to do well. Uh, I'm not going to sit out there and say, well, we're off the you know off the truck better than everybody else, but we definitely feel like we have. Um, some sort of, you know, advantage, to say the least. But uh, we definitely think that um, Brett's capable of doing very well this weekend since he grew up in dirt, and that's where he started. So, I mean, just if you're just thinking about it objectively, that that would make more sense. So we definitely feel like we have a, a decent advantage, absolutely. I'm not sure of some of the backgrounds of some of these other guys, but I think more of those guys came up on asphalt than dirt, so I would predict that he would have a better chance being coming up on the dirt compared to the other some of these other younger drivers who haven't come up. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of these drivers come up on asphalt, and that's great, and um, you know, that's the way they wanted to do it. But definitely, dirt. Uh, from what I've seen in the past, the, the best dirt racers end up making you know really good. Um, asphalt racers and it just kind of goes in the progression of a career of a driver so uh, you know we're excited absolutely and then Brett's definitely um, you know he's not too worried about it you know an ARCA car will be different on the dirt it's a little heavier it's a little little this and a little that but we feel like uh, you know when we get out there let him shake off the rust a little bit and he'll get right back into a groove and uh, you know it should be it should make for a really good race and especially a good race for BHR well, even with a perfect example, look at uh, Kyle Larson. If he wins at Knoxville on Wednesday or Thursday, uh, comes back on Saturday, comes second, and then he turns around and gets early in the morning and comes back to Michigan and wins. They, you know, so it could be done. Like you said, they, they have they can adapt and then to the races a little bit better. Absolutely. I mean, Kyle Larson's a great example. I mean, to, to see what he does, and, and he can drive any sort of car. I mean, he can drive sprint cars all the way up to sprint cup cars. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of – that's a perfect example, Jeff, and, and uh, we, hopefully we can we can mirror some of that success as, as far as the diversity of tracks that ARCA has and Brett's ability to race on dirt. So, it, it should be uh, fairly exciting. How's the progression with the crew chief, the new crew chief and uh... – Brett working out, and uh, does, does he have any experience uh, setting cars up for dirt, or is that does he kind of lean on Brett for feedback on that? I think you can look at it both ways. There, um, Sam is, is definitely the progression of their relationship has continued to grow week in and week out. They're definitely feeling each other out and being able to Brett become over the progression of the season better at explaining what's going on with the car, what he needs done to the car to make it better, and we've seen that as far as results. Um, as the season's worn on. But uh, Sam, you know, previously worked for Lyra. He's worked with Grant Enfinger previously. I mean, um, he, he's definitely – he has a notebook. Um, we have an idea of what the car needs to look like and what, how it needs to come off the truck. And and um, I'm not 100% on that, but I do believe that um, he will be prepared and the team will be prepared as, as we've been. we just got to find a little bit of speed, you know, at these tracks and uh, – you know, like last week, you know, we had a good setup. We just uh, we just needed a little bit more speed, and I think that's been a, a consistent story throughout the year that the BHR has done really well 
for a, you know, startup ARCA team. You know, we're competing with a lot of big names that have been around the sport for many years, and, and we just need a little bit more speed to kind of to get over that next level. And, and we plan to very soon. You know, starting this week, we feel like we got a really good shot. So it should be good. All right, Jason, I appreciate your time tonight, and uh, good luck for Brett on uh, Sunday. Hopefully he can come out with a win, and we can talk to him on Monday night. Absolutely. That's the plan, Jeff, and uh, you take care, brother, and I'll see you soon. All right, Rowdy? Hey, uh, thank you, Jeff. All right, Jason, how do we follow you and give us your sponsors, friend? Absolutely, Rowdy. You can follow the, the team and then Brett on com. You can you can reach us through our Facebook page at Brett Holmes fan page. You can read us uh, reach us through any social, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Brett Holmes underscore two. Uh, the social feed goes right into the website. Um, the Facebook page will give you live updates from the track as it's happening. Um and uh, we, of course, want to thank our sponsor, Southern States Bank, who, who have been very gracious to us this season, um, Homes to Excavation, and Veterans Oil, who has sponsored us in the past, too. So uh, look forward to a great weekend, guys. Hope to see you there, and uh, you guys take care, okay? Thank you, Jason. I always appreciate you coming on. Looking forward Thanks, to you. Absolutely. Ready. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, Jason. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. <laughs> Dusty, I thought that was so fitting for tonight, man. Y'all hit a y'all won the race Saturday on your new show. Kind of give us uh, tell our listeners what what you got going on now. I'll- but it's definitely, definitely been uh, been worth it. We've had a lot of things going on, and this Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, culminated in the launch of our new show. Uh, of course, everybody knows it as the fastest hour in radio before, but uh, we came off the airwaves in Birmingham. We moved down to East Central Alabama to uh, Yay 106.5 and WYEA 1290, teamed up with an outstanding group of folks down there, uh, a part of the Radio Alabama brand. And uh, we, we finally uh, got things squared away, and we kept things under the, under, the, uh, under the ropes for a little bit, but then we finally just broke out and uh, launched the new show, Championship Racing Network, uh, every Saturday at 11 a.m. We're on air for two hours, guys. It was great. And I will tell you, I know y'all talked a lot about it, but Mark and I, they, did, they wasn't many times that we talked that we didn't mention, wonder what's going on, because, I mean, it, it it's a great show. Y'all really put on a great show. If you want to know the updates of racing, you get all forms from your show. And, and see, that's the thing. And, you know, you guys do an outstanding job covering ARCA and, and, and everything there, and we love having you guys on, which we were going to start getting you guys back on uh, the Championship Racing Network ASAP. Um, we've got some new systems in place. This is actually the first live show um, that's going to be held on that station. Of course, it's a weekly basis, but it is the first live show on this se- on this station since the inception of the station. And actually, uh, for the call letters and for WYEA and everything, it's been a few years since they had a live show. So we um, we're pretty much the guinea pigs this time around. 
But um, Mr. Perryman, Lee Perryman, uh, doing outstanding and amazing things down here in East Central Alabama. I get the chance to work for him each and every day. And uh, when we decided what we wanted to do, and we just didn't have, we didn't have the support that we needed, and we didn't have the backing. And Mr. Perryman gave us the opportunity to bring that show down. We rebranded. We changed everything up because we wanted to just basically cut the cord. And it has just been amazing. Um, after the first show, we had a sit-down chit-chat with him. And he, you know, he was talking about how he was just impressed uh, that we had so much energy for two hours, which you guys know we cover NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, Formula E, NHRA, and local dirt track and drag strip. So it, it's just a culmination of so many different things. We try to give everybody their little piece of the pie, so to speak. And uh, we're in our fifth year now. Um, you know, with the rebranding, but Steve and I, we started it, you know, <laughs> quite a few years ago now, and uh, we've brought so many different assets in. Uh, producer John Myers doing so many outstanding things behind the scenes, really getting a lot of our video stuff up. It's taken a lot of stress off of us trying to do so many things. Of course, you guys know Matt Nicholson, uh, driver out of Talladega Short Track in, in a late model. You know, he, br- he came onto the show. He brings that driver aspect, and it's just been it's been great. And then today, as a matter of fact, we just announced our latest addition to the show. Um, we, have a, we have a young lady actually up from my neck of the woods, a very, very good friend of mine. Um, she has just come on, as a matter of fact, for our public relations and uh, promotional coordination. So she's going to be handling all kinds of different things, trying to, trying to uh, you know, basically get in touch with teams, drivers, and just kind of take take the reins when it comes to that behind the scenes stuff that we just don't have the time for and she's going to be getting events set up and and getting us into different places getting us more out in the public where we've wanted to be we just don't have the time to do it well you got a nap yep 106 yes as a matter of fact we have many different ways you can listen in of course you can listen on the dial in the east central alabama area yay 106.5 that's 106.5 fm or you can also listen on the AM side, 1290. You can listen to the online stream at wyea.net. Click the Listen Live, and you can be tuned right in. But the best way, and I think we tell everybody, is to download the Yay 106.5 app in your, uh, for your smartphones and tablets through the uh, Google Play Store or iTunes. Get that right on the phone, and no matter where you are in the world, when it's 11 o'clock AM Central Time on Saturday morning, you can be tuned in to the best in everything racing. <laughs> Well, Dusty, I'm going to throw you over to Chi-Town Mark. I know he's got a couple of things he wants to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> Dustin, welcome back. Uh, I listened on Saturday. It was so good. The best part about the show is I was wide awake. I didn't have to be half asleep listening to you guys. That was wonderful. But welcome back. Congratulations. Uh, couldn't happen to a better group of guys. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, Mark, it has just been, we've been biting, just biting, 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 ready to go. Uh, but it was definitely great to be back on. And you're right, it was great. We, uh, we actually were at the station. The sun was up. People were awake. It was great not having to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and travel to Birmingham. But Steve West, John Myers, Matt Nicholson, myself, we were ready to rock and roll Saturday. We had a great time. Um, so many different things that are going to be, we've got going on in the future, too. Of course, we're going to have you guys back on. We're getting some phone system situations uh, taken care of, and then we're going to have you guys calling in, of course, with the ARCA report. Um, We've got some great sponsors that are coming in now. A lot of big changes. We're going to be doing a lot more 
uh, in the public eye, trying to get out and do different things. That's why we brought in Nicole. She's going to handle all that stuff for us. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it, the best is yet to come. I'll tell you that much. We've, we've got so many things that I wish I could talk about right now, but, but we've got to let them kind of come as they do. <laughs> oh, I understand that. I understand that. But, no, the, 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 the number one thing is you guys are back on the air. Uh, we have Saturday Racing to listen to. The news, the the breakdowns, the inside info, uh, it, it was missed. And uh, you guys are filling a void and uh, a, a big void at that. So, yeah, welcome back. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Rowdy and I kept calling back and forth during the show. The only thing that was wrong is we couldn't call in. Both of us had those <laughs> itchy fingers to call in and talk. So, yeah, we'll look forward as soon as you guys get the phone system up. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's been it's been a little different, and and that's why we we don't have the phone system in yet. Our biggest concern was getting back on air. Uh, we wanted to just get back out, start start getting that momentum that we felt that we lost over the past couple of months. Um, just trying to get everything in place. There was already new systems going into the station. Uh, Mr. Perryman was revamping the entire the entire system. But uh, I'll tell you what, the amount of support that we've got from him. Um, he's already ordered all kinds of different things to make the show better, uh, to help us. And I tell you what, the support that we have, not only from you guys and Mr. Perryman and everybody at Radio Alabama, but for our fan base, our family, our friends, everybody has just been completely blown away. It's, it's blown us away what, what type of support we really have. Well, well, Dustin, uh, gl- glad you're back. Uh, I think the last time we got a chance to chat was in Nashville last spring, so maybe you guys can get out to a few more races and cover a few more races this year and we can get together live. Well, and that's, that's actually one of the things I can kind of tell you about is um, one of the things that we're trying to do, um, and Mr. Perryman has, has already started working on this kind of stuff, was the fact that um, – we are going to be traveling a little bit. We are going to be going to some different tracks. We're going to be doing the show live from the tracks uh, and, and kind of encompassing a lot more to, to, to just really get out there and just bring the racing to all the listeners that aren't at that track. Uh, we've talked about Atlanta Motor Speedway. We've talked about going up the, to uh, Bristol. We've talked about going down to uh, Five Flags Speedway for the Snowball Derby, uh, Daytona. We're, we're, we've got so many – hopes and dreams that we've got ready to go. Now it's just putting the pieces together and they're finally falling into place. And uh, it's going to be an amazing thing. Well, you mentioned quite a few tracks that, uh, that we get to uh, Dustin. So looking forward to you guys getting there and we able to bump heads with each other. And uh, it's always a lot more fun to have the, the more the merrier when I think when we're at the racetrack. Oh yeah. That I see what uh, up last year. Well, earlier this year at Nashville, I tell you what, I had a blast. It was great to see the boy, you know, all the boys of ARCA out there doing their thing. And uh, I tell you what, that was just so much history up there at the fairgrounds. And, and getting a chance to actually see it was amazing. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that are going on up there, some, some bad things, some good things. But uh, I, know, I know that things are going to work out good. We're still going to have some great racing. Uh, I was not expecting that track at all, especially the banking, but had such a great time with you guys. I had such a great time with Brett Holmes and uh, and his team out there, and it was great to to be guests of his and and the team, and uh, really just have a bunch of fun. We're looking forward to more. 
It only gets better, Dustin. To, uh, ask Rowdy and Jeff. We've uh, we, we've broadened our horizons quite a bit this year and hit some places we never thought we'd hit B2 before and the situations we were never supposed to be in, and now we are. So enjoy the ride, my friend. It's going to be a good one for you guys. I can feel it. Oh, definitely. And uh, we've got some great backing coming in. I just want to toss out a couple names real quick. Uh, we've got we've got some great sponsors lined up. Um, we've already got two that are coming in. One has already been on with us. We've got one that's getting ready to uh, to finish up and, and should be on, on air with us uh, directly. We've got Camp Creek Auto and Truck up in Moody, Alabama. Uh, they handle everything from auto to truck, diesel, you name it. They take care of it. And, of course, the great folks at Renaissance Bank, uh, the several different branches in our listening area. Um, Janice, uh, one of the, uh, the branch managers at the Childersburg branch, she has been outstanding. She's a race fan herself. So it's just going to be a really good fit. So definitely want to thank those two. We've got a few others on the, on the way, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to share that information soon. All right, Dustin. It, uh, God, I can keep you on for another hour, so I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. But give my <laughs> best to, to John and Steve and Matt. Look forward to be able to time when we can chat with each other on Saturdays again. And uh, we'll see you guys at the racetrack, and that's what I'm really looking forward to. So keep her up, buddy, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, bud. We will definitely see you soon. Looking forward to it. Take her away, Jeff. Hey, Dustin, thanks for being on the show, and congratulations on your new show. Great to have you guys back on the air. Like Mark said, you guys have filled uh, a big void, and it's uh, glad to have you guys back. Hey, we're definitely glad to be back. Thank you so much, Jeff. We really appreciate all you guys up there at the Rowdy Maglite Racing Show for, for really teaming up with us, and we love the fact that we've got that great back and forth with all of y'all. So we're looking forward to uh, getting y'all back on air with us and hearing some great ARCA racing news. Now, I have a question about how you, you cover so much different kinds of topics. Do you, how much research does it take for, do you spend on yourself to prepare for a show, or does it, do you have people helping you find the news out there for you guys too? This might floor you a little bit, but uh, Steve West, uh, he handles our rundown, so he gets all the news and information together for the week, what we're going to talk about. Um, pretty much we just go in and we just let it roll. Uh, it's, it's a lot of information and we just kind of, our show is more improv than anything else. We just, we know what we're going to talk about, but we don't know where the, where the conversation is going to go. And we feel that doing that actually really gets uh, a lot better conversations going because you can sit there and prep and you can prepare and everything else, but you can't hit key points. But if you just, you just get on the mic, you turn it on and you just talk, you get so much more real conversation back and forth between stuff that you haven't talked about with each other. So that's been the way that we've kind of done it, and it's, it's really played well into our wheelhouse to be able to do those kinds of things. But Steve gets us a rundown. We had 17 pages of information that we wanted to go over, and uh, we just go down the list, go through all the different series. We haven't really deviated too much from it. Um, Preparation-wise, though, you know, we watch the races. You know, we, we follow everything that's going on. We, we always check the social media. We check all the news sites to see what kind of things are going on out there. But mostly we just get on air and just let it fly, man. That, that's, that's pretty that's amazing to hear because, you know, I, I'm not really comfortable but doing this myself. And sometimes I would go on Internet and kind of look at and study things. And I, now I've been not doing that, and I'm finding it easier just to come, like you said, things flow a little bit more without having kind of the notes in front, you know, 
I don't know, maybe I've been finding that way for me that not having notes in front of me and just kind of thinking about what I might want to ask. It's, it's, it's came out a lot better for me personally that way too. And see, that's the thing. I mean, you, you can put all the notes and the bullet points you want in front of your face and, and know what you want to talk about, but then somebody brings up a great, um, they bring up a great little tidbit that they throw in there and it, it's not in your notes, but you know you want to say something about it. You want to talk about a certain driver. You remember something they did, and it just, it just comes out. Um, it, we've done a few shows where it's been very, very, you know, based off of just the information in front of our faces, and it, it just doesn't come across as that type of show. We, we, when we started this show, when Steve and I initially started it, we just got on air and we just talked racing. That's all we did, and, and the conversation turned into something major, and it, it just magic was happening, and we just stuck with that. So a lot of people say that, though. A lot of people say that they'll, they'll over-prep, and they'll just get themselves all discombobulated. And then a lot of guys, they just like to go on and just whatever comes out, comes out. But, you know, a lot of people, they kind of can't handle that as well because, you know, they, they go off on a tangent and say something weird or something that just doesn't make sense. And it, it's just a confidence booster, and it's a confidence level thing for a lot of folks. Yeah. All right. Uh, like again, congratulations on your show, and great to have you guys back. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, buddy. Look forward to meeting you someday. <laughs> well, uh, we met. We were, I was in Madden, Nashville, and then in Talladega. That's right. That's right. You were. That's right. You were. Now I remember. I just got your face in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, we met twice, actually. You didn't sound the same on the air, man. <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Hey, you uh, know what yep, was thanks so amazing dusty it didn't sound like you had missed a show no uh, and, and and when we were done it was kind of like wow that went easy it was kind of like hitting that easy button and it, it just everything was perfect it, it, you're right we didn't miss a step we were thinking about things like that you know how were we going to be when we got back on air we felt like we might have lost a lot of momentum but it was just like we didn't miss a week. It's like we started, we did one week on one one radio station and then moved over and started on the next station. And that's just a really great thing about what we've been able to do with the championship racing network is the fact that we know each other so well, we know what each other's thinking. We know where each other's going. And, and that just turns into something really awesome. And, uh, and you're right. It just, it just flowed so well. And you wouldn't know that we had some issues going on in the background and, and things of that nature because we're just we're so focused on what we're doing that nothing really just kind of bog, bugs us at all. Well, you know, if you want to see the raw part of the show, go to Facebook Live. And yeah, that was, definitely, definitely. <laughs> that's what made that was, me uh, envious. It was interesting. We, well, you had guys coming in, John, making sure the mics were all right, and we're just scratching and hoping to make it work here, and and just to see how it works. <laughs> behind the scenes I, I liked it so that that's the raw and, part yeah of it. And, and that's that's the best part we love the facebook live because we have a lot of interaction on the facebook live uh and we and we do it every single week but uh, you know with that first show there was a lot of things that we were kind of wondering what was going to happen how things were going to transpire and everything and, and it all worked out we had a few issues mr perryman coming in we were trying to switch out some boards change some mic stuff up see how things were, were sounding and everything. And, of course, our engineer, Wes Ledbetter, uh, coming in there as well, as well as John Myers. And um, it, you, you, you wouldn't have noticed if you listened on air, but you'll see all that great behind-the-scenes stuff that we always have on our Championship Racing Network Facebook page. 
Well, Dusty, I, I know we went a little over what I told you, but, you know, we had a lot to talk about. I'm so glad y'all back on and, and looking forward to being part of your show also. Uh, just kind of quickly, just tell everybody where we can find you Saturday morning. All right. Hey, not a problem. Every Saturday morning, you can catch us in East Central Alabama on the radio dial 106.5 FM. That's yay 106.5. We've also got the AM 1290 kicking over there as well. That's simulcasting everything from the FM side. You can listen online at wyea.net. Click the Listen Live tab, and you'll be magically whisked away over to the show. But the best thing that I can tell everybody to do, make sure you download that Yay 106.5 app for smartphones and tablets. We're on air, online, on smartphones and tablets everywhere with Radio Alabama. And uh, you can also you know, follow us along on Championship Racing Network on Facebook. Uh, we've also got Instagram. We've got uh, our YouTube channel coming back up. John's working on some of that stuff, so we're going to put that information out later. But there's so many different ways that we love having to get, you know, to talk with all the, the fans each week. Well, the great part is all I got to do is hit that app and go straight to your show. That's amazing. Yes, sir. Thank you, Dusty. And tell the guys, looking forward to Saturday, my friend, listening to your show. Hey, we appreciate you guys so much. Keep up the awesome work. We look forward to having you in for some great ARCA talk. And, uh, you know, y'all just keep fighting a good fight. We'll do the same thing. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Rowdy. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Jeff. You guys take care. Thanks, Dustin. You too, Dustin. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. You can uh, hear the enthusiasm there, can't you guys? Well, you have to have it. Uh, after a show like they did Saturday morning and being back, uh, the the adrenaline's still got to be flowing for them, Rowdy. So uh, I know what it's like when I get ready for our show. Uh, the adrenaline's flowing. But, you know, and, and Mark and Jeff, Jeff, you brought it up. You over-prepare yourself, and it just doesn't work, like Dusty says, when you just let it flow. Oh, exactly, Roddy. And, you know, I found that out. You know, sometimes I would be sitting in front of a laptop on Sunday trying to figure out things about things. Then when, even when we'd get in to start question, maybe you'd ask something that I already had listed on my sheets. Or Mark would say something, I'm like, then what do I, you know, now what do I got to do? Then I got to really think about something, you know, so now I just kind of fly with it, fly with it with no notes anymore. Right. I I try to just read it and not prepare and just have, I got my whiteboard here and I I got my, the who and the where and the why and just put it all together. And and Steve and Matt and Dusty do a great job and, and, you see John in the background making sure everything runs even. Well, that's what we need is we need a John to to make ours go just a little smoother and a little better. So our time will come too, Rowdy. Our time will come too. Well, I know there's great things going to happen over there and looking forward to being part of it, guys. But Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Ex- I can't. I. I couldn't be more excited for them than if you know I was on the show myself for them. It's. It's. It's a great venue. It's. Uh, it filled the big void. Uh, it's enjoyable, and like he said, uh, they just go with the flow of it, and uh, that's what I think's happened with us. We go more with the flow of it, and uh, we have our notes to uh, to keep us in line if we need be, but otherwise. Uh, yeah, it, it just makes for a more interesting and flowing show, I think. Well, I wanted to bring him in on the winners because they 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 won. So 
Well, I was a little surprised when you played that, but when I thought about it really quick, it was very appropriate, Rowdy. And uh, Dalton was a big part of uh, of our some of our sound system. So, uh, yeah, he uh, he's well appreciated around uh, the Rowdy Maglite Racing Radio Show. Well, Don, what you got to close this baby down tonight? Oh, I don't know. You know, we're just hope they have a good race Sunday. You know, I actually get to watch it because the cup guys are in Bristol Saturday night. So we'll see. But uh, I did did talk to Wayne last week. He was on his way to his uh, son's house over in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And But he's probably back by now or be back sometime this week. I know Con's uh, driving this weekend. You know if Mark Muller's driving? I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure he probably is. But uh, where's Todd at? Did he call in? No, Todd didn't call in tonight. He might not have made it back from his brother's house. Well, he said he was, but who knows? Oh, well. All right, Jeff, how about you, my man? What y'all got planned? How do you want to close this baby out? Oh, just getting ready for a little exciting weekend. Uh like Mark had said, we're going to be in Wilmont Speedway on Saturday night for an IRA sprint show. It's a fair weekend up there. Um, everybody tune in to ARCA live, uh, 2.30 Eastern time on Sunday afternoon on MAV TV. Um, sorry I can't make the show, but uh, I'll be there in spirit. So everybody tune in and uh, enjoy the race. That's the herd potato chip. 200 Diana's ketchup chips. That's her favorite chip is the ketchup chip Urge puts out. Well, Rowdy, next time we get together, I'm going to bring another case down for you. So uh, Diana's well stocked. Uh, I know she likes those. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm doing the fair circuit this weekend, the Kenosha County Fair. Jeff and I, Saturday night, will be there for the Sprint cars and then uh, Illinois State Fair at Springfield, Illinois, on Sunday for the Arca 100 and uh, the Harris Potato Chips 150 or 100. So uh, we've we've got a busy weekend coming up. It's uh, we caught our breath and now it's back to the grind. Well, I, gotta... I get on that get on that fireball ride up there and take pictures of it. Oh, we'll send plenty of pictures for Facebook, uh, Don, as always. All right, guys. Hey, looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be live on MAV TV. That's uh, Sunday afternoon at 1. 2.30 Eastern time, Rowdy. Okay, 2.30 Eastern time. So 1.30 Central. Central. All right, guys. Until next week. Let that light shine. Shine, light, shine. That's right. First baby on the show tonight. Another great night, guys. Here, here. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good week. Hey. Another, right, another, right. another great show, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Thanks, Rowdy. Rowdy.